What up, Bucks? You're about to listen to a clip from our show. Guys, we fucked the anti-slut-shaming podcast. This week, our guest is comedian and podcaster, host of Wine Before Nine, Amina Amani. And uh, if you want to hear more from other podcasters like Roxanne Gay, Michael Rappaport, Lena Dunham, you're going to head over to luminarypodcasts.com where you can get a subscription for as little as $2.99 a month. I was raised in Atlanta, right? Completely mm-hmm. different childhood. I'm in New York raising my son. Mm. Completely different childhood. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like even, even the thought, like I'm on the phone with my aunts and she's like, yeah, you can start like leaving your son home when he gets eight. And I was like, I probably won't yeah. do that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. like, yeah, like we were definitely on our own around the age yeah. and navigating through life. And my mom would come home late because she had jobs and stuff. Yeah, but I'm like 2020, New York City, an eight year old yeah. home alone. I, I don't think I would even be able to party or a little bit right like i wouldn't yeah. y'all be like what well, i mean and i'll be like cameras in my yeah. apartment i don't even know <laughs> what that would look like but we i think people too because i it seems like everybody's becoming more and more comfortable about their feelings and like yeah. oh wait what happened when i was a kid that was kind of fucked up and that made me act this certain way as an adult and and now when we raise kids we're raising them with more awareness so i think people are actually growing up slower in a way which mm. is good like yeah not, you know like waiting to get like w- the idea of a 20 year old getting married like they'll write us and be like no don't right, do right, it right my parents married when my mom was 19 so no, it's like but i appreciate that aspect of yeah. how things are turn turn changing because yeah. when i look back i'm like yo we definitely had to grow up a little too soon yep and that might be why i'm regressing yeah. <laughs> emotionally yeah as an adult because it's like you didn't have that time to fully you know think for yourself yeah or even just to develop to think for yourself right yeah. so um I don't know. I think about all that, y'all. So that's why I be just mentally sometimes just drained. I be like, who, who chooses this life? (laughs) (laughs) They say they want you want you. You got a plan for this. I'm like, whoever's doing that, what type of drugs you taking? And let me know. Because if this wasn't to happen by accident, I don't think it would. I'd be like, nah. What would I do? Nah, no, 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 no. I'm all set. What were the What were the circumstances surrounding the pregnancy? Were is this someone you were dating? Or yeah, so we were dating. Um, we had just broken up. Mm. It was like a a ugly breakup too. And then like three days later, I was like, my friend had just washed her hair with Garnier Fructis, and I almost (laughs) threw up right in her face. And oh, and then that's when I was like, ah. about the Garnier fruit <laughs> yes that to smells smell. really good I know that right really exactly good. Yeah. can you like not use that shampoo to this day triggered <laughs> no, by the scent no <laughs> no, right. no no that, it was just it was it was supposed to that's what we were just all yeah. like it's supposed to smell good and I'm over here uh. like <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh my god so um it was unexpected I was 26 years old um which was crazy because I ain't I had just started having sex like a year ago, right? I, oh. I, two months shy of my 25th birthday is when I lost my virginity. Wow. So, I don't know. I promote whole phase for, for young adults. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's unique. Like, <laughs> that's unique, though. What was there? Did you, like, plan to wait? To, I was just scared, friend. Yeah. I was just yeah. scared. I was, well, unfamiliar territory, you're like, I'm more comfortable not exploring that. But also, growing up, that just wasn't anything yeah. that was, like, even, even I, I remember when my friend tried to have, like, a sex party in high school. I was just like, I can't. Whoa, I can't. in high school? I mean, that's 
that's a lot. That's not a lot. even a makeout party. I can't. Party. I can't go to that. Like where we sit around mm-hmm. as girls and talk about you know the things that oh, you do and yeah. learn. Like this you is how like, far I've gotten. Yeah, 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 yeah. But oh, I thought you meant like an actual sex oh, party no, where oh, just my bad. No, seventeen-year-olds were. See, even the thought that I'm calling at a sex party, I'm wrong, right? It's like a sex education party. That was a very sweet concept. Tell us, yeah, tell us what base you got to. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. So it was a party where young women sat around a circle and talked about their so was sex not even talked about it wasn't even talked about and then like even like even just the idea of like giving head was like uh, you uh, you put your mouth on that like it was yeah it was stupid right i feel the same so then i go to college and i'm like this athlete and it was just like you're gonna ruin your life if you fall in love like that was the whole idea right like well, if you don't let them distract you stay focused right so i'm honestly I'm, that's good advice i mean i can't be upset about it but in college that's just what my idea was like i don't know you like that and yeah. you know ain't no ring on my finger so right. and then you probably got a girlfriend back home so it, and then <laughs> that was a whole nother thing oh your your 10 to 1 10 women to 1 male ratio at the uh, college i went to oh so, oh whoa yeah what college i went to Howard University in DC. Oh, I didn't know that ratio was. Howard, it was intense. That was the ratio. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I mean, because so if the you guys think about it, and puss. statistically, especially when it comes to black men, they're the least educated when it comes to stuff like that. Like just, yeah. it's just like they the most incarcerated. That's, yeah. And then they be like, "Go find a man." I'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> "Can we tell the system?" <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Can we tell the Can we not lock people? Yeah, right. yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But that's how it was. Like when you mo- most of the women, even in my in in the friends that I had and stuff, most of the women were more apt to go to college than yeah. the boys. It was like maybe the army or the marines. It was yeah. just, you know this this that type of nature. So hopefully things are shifting, and yeah. I, that's why I'm more cognizant too because I'm just like you know how difficult it is for me to find an eligible bachelor. At least I should raise someone for someone. So raise it. <laughs> that's like yeah, such a nice way to really... think about it. Very kind. Yeah, I'm like, Very evolved of you this too. Is, yo, everybody got their own part in the world and I'm yeah. over here just like. Well, that's how you directly make the world a better place. Seriously. I, I think, about I think it. raising a young man, a little boy is uh, a very, that, that has the ability to make the world a better place on such a, huge domino effect level like yeah. it's wild yeah and so i think for me i watched like i don't know if y'all know about that documentary the mask we live in yes yes, yes. so i watched stuff like that so like even like growing tough. up where it was like boys can't cry and they gotta be tough i don't do any of those type of things with my son because i feel like that is literally the part of the problem yeah well boys are, are socialized to not cry mm-hmm. girls are socialized to not be comfortable expressing anger mm-hmm. so it's like you grow up and when girls are angry they're like i'm angry and then when boys are sad, they're like, I'm fucking sad. And it's yeah. like, and then you're confused about yourself and you're like, right. I'm a functioning adult. How can I not handle these emotions? Yeah. But it's it's wild. I st- I, I'm curious if you hear this because you are around kids more, but I hear to this day uh, a guy saying to their sons, like, don't cry, don't be yeah. a little girl. I'm like, the fuck's wrong with that? I know, I know. That's that's there's strength in crying. That's Thank not you. even from guys. That's from women, women. in my family too. Yeah. It's, it's just something that we've all been conditioned to yeah. think and 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 promote. But um he's strolling around like he's, he's about to go so investigate something. Right? He's like, I heard something. Oh, and then what you was gonna do? <laughs> that ninja lifestyle that he explained to us earlier. I look back at old videos, like home home movies. I have a couple mm-hmm. like DVDs that, that got di- got digitized mm-hmm. of like me at three and five, and I'm like, I was so confident. 
Oh, I moved wow. through the world yeah. knowing exactly what I wanted to do and not caring about what other people thought. I'm like, I want to yeah. be that. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, you're just so, you just, you have a desire and then you explore it. Like, what did, when, when did it switch though? How do you? Set five, six. Oh, yeah. okay. Mom, my mom was on medicine that made her hallucinate oh. and drive into ditches and just yeah, terrorize. So a darkness cloud came over the happiness for ten years. Yeah, <laughs> that was the last I was. Yeah, That's that was really the last loss of my innocence. Kids just really need happiness the most when they're young. You yeah, because they're ge they're such genuine happy creatures. Like yeah. they're just so. They're great. How do you, do you do anything specifically to ask, like whenever I'm my nephew's five mm -hmm. and I always, I tell my brother about like, you know, raising little boys is important, you know, but I don't, I'm not going to step on him too much, but <laughs> I always ask my nephew, like, how do you feel today? What's, what's making you mad? Like, do you, do you talk to him, uh, your son about feelings overtly yeah, like that? Yeah. And I was, um, fortunate, like, uh, when I knew I couldn't do this alone, even when I was like a single mom. So, uh, I had like a, a social worker and I look back and I'm glad that I applied for that program because yeah. in hindsight, it's like, yeah, all of the things that they provided was helpful, but also we used to sit down and talk about, okay, well, what are some of your goals when it comes to that's amazing how you want to develop him emotionally? So, yeah. what program is? Oh my this? god, um, everyone needs it's that. It's this nonprofit program called Room to Grow. Oh, cool. Um, and uh, you know, you can look them up; they're out there. Uh, and they, uh, yeah. So my social worker would just, you know, sit down and we would talk about uh how to come up with solutions for you know handling him as an so emotional good. being wow so even oh to my this God. day it's now like we just say use your words and we'll talk so yeah. even if he like does want to shut down or cry yeah or throw a tantrum um now i have my therapist who's like let him throw a tantrum and so we do that but then i also you know try to encourage him to use his words and, and communicate yeah exactly what he's feeling so even when he were young was young if he did things where he was angry or uh frustrated that's where i would come in with the commentary to ask him like are you frustrated in the moment yeah are you, are you upset are you and so now he's oh. able to explain those oh same my god emotions. he's gonna be the best grown man i think so wow. i think so hopefully you know you yeah can't, sometimes it's like that's why you gotta have more because you gotta you know ah, i rolled a yeah. dice <laughs> we out <laughs> here i'm like <laughs> We only have game. one chance right now. And you're, you're really proactive about making sure that his emotional life is nourished. That's like, I don't know. I, mean, I don't I know many being, parents that do that. Being 33 in therapy, yeah. you know, and, and, and you know, even as a creative, right? Because yeah. we're so mm. in tune with our emotions. And so I think for me, because a lot of the creativity that comes from me is rely, like it relies on my emotional well-being. Yeah. I think yeah. for me, that's why I'm, it's like, it's you know it's ahead of my you know priorities when it comes to my son so yeah. i think that's really the connection so i'm like i see how it's made a huge impact on me i only want to just be you know vigilant in in his life and and, and that's that's my role as his mom yeah. you know to support him as much as you know i can so hey fuckers we hope you enjoyed that chunk of our interview with amina amani if you want to hear the whole thing head on over to luminarypodcast.com you can hear more of us more of trevor noah more of roxanne gay more of a lot of people and if you're in sweden norway denmark finland or iceland luminaries inside of you so go go on down get yourself a 30-day free trial boo yeah <laughs> uh. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. 
BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.